Hi everyone, uh, it's Michelle. I um, I thought I'd do this um, little feature as a podcast rather than one of my usual Facebook Live um, videos, just because I think it probably needs a little bit more um, listening as opposed to kind of watching as well. And I think when you're just listening to somebody's words, I think they um, potentially have a little bit more, um, or they resonate a little bit more, I think, in uh, in the time that you're spending what, listening to this. And uh, and also I can be quite visual and quite kind of jazz handy, so I don't wanna distract from, um, from what I'm talking about. But um, this podcast is titled um, Just a Little Bit Scared. And it, it comes from a position and a place of um, deep warmth, actually. Um, and it's been a while since I've ever felt quite like this. Um, my life seems to be quite fast paced and kind of I'm a go getting kind of girl and I don't wait around and mess around for too long. Um, but this is something that's been on my mind for a few days and I felt that it was probably the right time to share it. And obviously it's been shared with clients and, you know, you're more than welcome to share it with anybody else that you feel may or may benefit from uh, listening. So um, I, um, I am one of those really annoying people that gets up in the morning and I'm an early bird. And I'm very positive and energetic about the day ahead, whatever the day looks like. I have odd days and um, bad days, but not very often. Um, and it's normally mainly because kind of things are just getting on top of me. So there's an, there's a, my bad days are often, they often come from a position of being a little bit overwhelmed by whether it be life or stuff that's in the diary or there's some sort of overwhelming feeling gives me a bad day. But um, it was only in the last sort of probably 72 hours or so that I've kind of realised how much I'm absolutely loving being in lockdown. Now, this is not honestly coming from a position of, you know, glasses always half full kind of girl. This is this is a, a genuine position of I absolutely love it. And I, and, I've, and I spent a little bit of time last night before recording this um, just sitting on the sofa reflecting why I love it so much. And I have and I'm going to share with you. But um, I suppose. The main reason is that it's given me the absolute ultimate freedom, which so many of us crave all of the time. Um, now, just to, in some way of contrast, I, I had a pretty good life before. Like, so I was in charge of all of my own time. Obviously, I run my own business. I had a huge amount of flexibility, freedom, control over what I do, control over what I don't do, it was pretty pretty much my shout. Um, and I only worked three days a week. Uh, Ruby, obviously, was with me um, Monday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. So I had Ruby four days a week. Martin had her three days a week. And it was pretty good, pretty good. You know, no real complaints, lots of free time, lots of working out time lots of time at home, lots of free time at weekends, like life was good. So this is not coming from a position of my life was dreadful before or chaotic before. 
this is not coming from that place. This is coming from a kind of elevated place of leverage, like a springboard from that 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 position. So um, this is what I think on reflection I'm loving about this this whole period. And, and I can probably tell you that, you know, if this continues in the sort of same vein it's going, um, this will probably be one of my greatest times um, as a grown up, I reckon. Um, other than the obvious like motherhood and giving birth to Ruby and stuff like that. But this is this is going to go down in my certainly my history books as one of my most favourite times. And I, and I would think that there are others that probably also feel the same. And I'm one of the very fortunate ones where I have a business. We haven't lost any clients. Our lovely family are continuing to support us as we are them. I haven't had to furlough any staff. Money's still in the bank. Money's still coming in. So I am very, I'm one of those very fortunate people. I know. Um, but there are lots of people in that same situation. So, um, this is kind of, um, an all encompassing share, really. So, so why, why am I loving this so much? Like, why am I one of those annoying people that is just loving lockdown? And I think this is it. Um, it's, I, I, I love the much, the, the much calmer, slower, pace of life I love the fact that people are way more caring just generally people are much more aware they're taking a lot more notice people in the street are saying hi you're really excited to see people that you've never seen before you know there's a much there's a much more there's much more of a appreciation for other human beings people are so much more flexible accommodating uh, and generally aware of other people's mental well-being. So I was on a, a full day call um, last week. It's hard going, but, you know, I'm sure and I didn't need to. But I'm sure if partway through that day, I was like, I just need a time out. I just need to kind of regroup. It would have been, yeah, OK, fine. So I think people are a lot more flexible, a lot more understanding um, and just probably a bit more forgiving in terms of, Oh, okay. Well, if if she needs to just take a break, then that's fine, rather than being judgmental um, and being sort of, oh, well, why is that? And you know, she can't cope. Well, everyone's totally not everyone's in the same position during the lockdown, but there is a globalness to this problem and this situation. So there's so much more more awareness and flexibility between humans, regardless whether it's professionally or personally. So people are a lot more allowing, I think. People are also um, a lot less intense. There's less expectations. Um, you know, there's a drinks party, a dinner, going out with friends, taking Ruby to a club, going to a party. Um, and there's just less of that because we can't do anything. Um, and I, I can tell you that that whole kind of the breaks are off or the breaks are on. Actually, I kind of describe it the way around, but the breaks are off in as much that it's a clear run you're cruising down the hill on a bicycle and you don't need to pedal um that that's kind of how it feels so it's less intense um and and effectively there's less rushing around less deadlines there's less places to be uh there's this i don't feel like i i should do stuff that i really ought to be going to see that person or anything i do is effectively a kind of Brucey bonus if you like so there's an element of feeling uh just calmer and less 
bothered, I think is probably um, the best way of describing it. And effectively, I think this is because we're all ultimately craving freedom. Now, it's it's almost ironic that the thing we're craving the most um, before this is the thing that we now have in, in abundance. So this has given us huge amounts of freedom and flexibility by actually taking away so much of what we have as our normal which is an absolute contradiction, but it's fascinating of how I feel, totally free and flexible, yet I have very little freedom at all. You know, I'm effectively confined to my house apart from an hour a day, yet I feel totally free and totally at ease and totally flexible. So I feel like I've got the ultimate sense of freedom. Um, I can't quite put my finger on exactly why that is, other than what I just said, but there's something in there which is, my very big abundant fishbowl has become very small and I feel very safe inside it and very calm inside it and very free inside it. Um, so one of the things that struck me and it was through conversations with a friend of mine, uh, a lady called Sam Frost, who we're going to be doing some work with. So you'll see Sam pop up um, a little bit more. And yesterday, Ruby and I had a walk to another friend's we stood in their front garden um, on our walk. And we were just talking about the fact that there's been huge amounts of resources to prepare people for this moment, for lockdown. But there's actually very little preparation being put in place to prepare us to come out of it. And it's almost um, borderline agoraphobic. That's kind of how I feel. I don't I'm not agoraphobic, but I almost feel like what's going to happen when the world like opens up, when like I can go anywhere and I can see anyone and people are expecting certain things from me. Like I almost want to um, kind of retract back into the house in a weird way. And I love my house, so that's not a problem. Um, but, you know, that, I kind of feel of this sort of feel of a bit of anxiety, I suppose, just going back out into the world. Um, but there's very little preparation for us. So what I did last night, and I think um, it probably wouldn't hurt anybody listening to this to do a similar exercise, which is just take some time, maybe talk to your family, talk to friends, talk to team members about the habits, the behaviours and the environment that you're going to secure and create once this is sort of once this is passed. Um, and I've done a list and I'm going to share my list with you because I think it's it's brutally important. It's brutally important that we're able to protect that space. Um, so I'm going to share with you what my little list is. And I've called this my um, my for keeps, for keeps as in F-O-R-K-E-E-P-S. So my for keeps list. Um, and this is coming from this list has come from a position of. Um, a great deal of self-awareness and uh, I've done a huge amount of self-reflection over the last couple of weeks and couple of months actually um, in terms of what I like and what I don't like um, and I'm, I'm going to do a, 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 a we're doing a wow huddle with clients um, and I'm going to be doing one on the 20th it's the 29th of April but I'm going to be talking about self-awareness because I think it's one of the most powerful tools that that we have our own superpower um, that will equip us with pretty much most of the things we need in life. So um, so here's my four keeps list. So um, I've had lots and lots and lots of great quality time with Ruby, whereby, you know, there's been kind of no rules. Um, and there's been no rules because 
it's there's rules enough there's kind of rules coming from all 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 angles so my my position and my sort of stock response is well let's just be totally flexible let's decide what we want to do you decide what we want to do if we don't want to do this that's fine if we don't so there's been a huge amount of flexibility so so I've done more cooking time with Ruby um um we've done more thinking more talking more engaging with each other more sitting on the sofa we have a sofa each and we just sat with our feet up and a drink in our hand and we just chatted now I you know I I think prior to this yeah we we talked but we talked about stuff that was a practical matter not kind of how we're feeling like and she's asking me how I feel so there's been a huge amount of engagement um and that engagement has extended to cooking together um eating more together and I can honestly tell you that I've never seen Ruby eat so much in her whole entire life and when I asked her the other day why that was the case it's because she said because I've cooked it so we made a shepherd's pie and she ate her whole portion which you know Ruby eats as much as a gnat's amount of food but she ate it all because she's more engaged with it more attached to it um feels more connected to what she's done therefore kind of I think it's I think it's not the endowment effect there's another term for it which is basically where you feel so attached to something you know it's kind of part of who you are so um you know we've 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 connected and we've invested in things that we're doing we're planning more we're not doing stuff in a rush or on the hoof it's it we're, we're thinking about it so I think that's that and that comes from it being a slower pace of life of course um I've on the basis that obviously we can't really do anything kind of um as in it's an immediate no we can't do that no we can't go to the coffee shop no we can't go for, to that restaurant for dinner um we've been very selective over what we've said yes to so that's going to stay so I did I was lucky enough to um be recommended a book um called essentialism um and I can I can honestly tell you that it's one of those books that absolutely changed my life so I live I think I live very much like an essentialist anyway. So the rule going forward is, and it is actually featured in the book, but I never really sort of got it until now. And it's um, if you get asked to do something or you get invited to do something or you're presented with something to do, unless it's a hell yes, like, oh, my God, I absolutely want absolutely want to do it. Then it's a hell no. So I'm going to just be very aware of what I say yes to and make sure that I really want to do it and just because I can do something doesn't mean to say that I should or that I will so I'm protecting that space um because I find you know I find myself I'm someone who very much I find myself end up doing and giving a great deal um and not always to get a great deal in return but for no other reason that I can and I want to um but because I can um, I often find that I, I just I just do too much. I do too much and give too much. So I'm going to think twice about what I say yes to and definitely think more about. Um, and this is including in client work and visits and workshops and just everything we do as a business and family. And, you know, um, think twice about is this the most efficient, effective and best use of mine and the person's time? Um, you know, like I've got for example I've got clients in Aberdeen well I would fly to Aberdeen and back in a day I'd leave on the five o'clock flight I'd get back at 10 o'clock at night my feet wouldn't touch the floor and I'd be in bed and 
what's interesting about that is is that I would do that because I can not because it's the right thing to do or I should do it or or, or it's the most efficient or most effective for both myself and the, the other person you know there's costs associated with me traveling well you know could we get as much value out of the the you know the interaction being remote quite possibly maybe not maybe we can but it's a it's a case of thinking about it looking at it and just seeing if there's just that better way of working um i've titled this one um do new as in do more new stuff and because there's been so much space for us all um we've had to be so much more creative because we've had less of our natural habitual stuff our kind of routines have been muddled up a little bit um so rather than sticking to our default habits and our default thinking or the default normal we've tried so many new things so many new things like we've watched the opera on youtube we've um you know done we've done painting we've done crafts with we've we've got chalk pens and written all over our front bay windows uh we've done gardening together uh, which normally i would just do you know i'd get in the garden and tinker around while ruby was playing with the dolls or but we've we've found ourselves picking new stuff new creative things that we haven't done before we've visited people in their homes that we have you know like you know walked past and dropped a little stone off or a card or a you know a little bunch of flowers we've picked to people that we haven't seen for a while so it's just the new stuff um just you know um like I said you know we've sat and talked and journaled together and we've read more together and Ruby's been reading her book and I've been reading my book and we just didn't do this sort of stuff before. Now, you might be sitting there going, well, we do that anyway, but I bet there's other stuff that you might not be doing or you might not have done before, which, you know, can can be brought together. And I can honestly tell you that the whole kind of homeschooling thing, um, and this is in the new, the new categories, we've learned together. So it's very rare that Ruby and I um, learn stuff together. Like normally I'll teach her or she'll teach me. Normally she's trying to teach me how to do a TikTok dance or something. Um, but actually we've learned new stuff together and that's come from homeschooling. Um, and I think one of the things that we're going to do is just pick a random topic that we don't know about, neither of us, um, and learn about it and write about it and talk about it. And one of the things that we did right at the beginning when school was um, was closed was we watched a documentary on YouTube of Pompeii. Then we kind of talked about it and we both learned about Pompeii. Now, I know I'm kind of referencing a lot to do with Ruby, um, but, you know, these things are not just things to do with my daughter or your children. These are things that you can do with other grown ups, uh, you know, like or on your own. Um, and I think one of the things that I did with the team and I did a very short Facebook live video about it last week which was you know by the end of the lockdown I want to learn how to do something new properly and and my my choice was to learn to meditate properly the practice of meditation because my brain can't retain concentration for that long but but I am I'm damned I'm gonna learn I'm gonna absolutely do I'm determined to to learn so um learning together um we've also and i've done it when i've been on my own um we've explored streets woods parks open spaces we've seen more of our town of our home of the place we live in the last four weeks and i think we've done in the whole of the 17 years that i've lived here 
Um, and that's because we're more aware, we're more observant, we're doing new stuff, we're venturing to new space. Um, you know, we've just got space and, and total freedom for choice. So we're making good choices to do new things. And I think it's it's absolutely liberating. And, and it's, it's something that I, I'm, you know, I want to protect. So, um, and I think probably the most important for me is, um, and I've written down here, the most important is taking much more notice about, and I wrote dot, 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 well, pretty much everything. How I feel, how Ruby feels, how the, the guy that's just walked past my bay window, his look on his face, is he happy, is he sad? People when they're chatting to their children, when they're walking down the street, um, I'm just more aware just of everything and and that's that all comes from space of course um you know what's around us our neighbors um I love my home and when I'm really busy I spend very little time in it and I love it I love I love where we live now you know me and Ruby have recently moved into this lovely little flat it's small it's got a little garden at the front and a little garden at the back but it's absolutely perfect and and this is my happy place and I want to spend as much time in and around my happy place after all of this as I possibly can because, um, you know, because I've I've just I've loved I've loved it. Um, and I've wrote down here I've just more aware of what we have, what we don't have, what we need, and what we don't need. Um, and it's absolutely eye-opening and totally liberating. And I was chatting to my friend yesterday, and she's got this beautiful, perfectly fine, expensive car on her drive. And um, she said, you know, we're supposed to be getting a new car in June. That's not going to happen. And I went, I turned to her and I went, what do you need a new car for? And she went, well, we don't. We, we don't, do we? Why do we need a bigger car? She said, because that car sat on this drive and it hasn't moved. And I just thought that that's, that's what we'd become. And, and, I, and I'm not saying, God, I mean, I don't, you know, I've, I've got three T5 transporters, two of which I'm trying to sell, so I'm the right one to talk. But... Um, you know, I, I do believe that we, we've just we just lost our way. And, and, and I can tell you, as I sit on my dining table looking out of my new little flat windows, um, I just think to myself, I, I've just reflected so much that I am a little bit scared of it going back to how it was. Um, and we've got to make sure that we're all individually prepared for what that might feel like, what that might look like. Uh, the impact that will have on our um, mental health and our well-being. And I actually think that, yes, going into lockdown was tricky. Going into the situation was was um, troublesome and a little bit kind of random and a little bit quick. But I, I actually think that the coming out of it is going to be harder on people than going into it. Um, and I am fully aware of that. And I... I've got some stuff to talk to the team about. Um, I'm going to talk about how we can really shake things up and how we can protect everybody's space and time. Uh, and one of my ideas is that we only go into the office three days a week, um, you know, that we have shorter weeks. We ditch all working hours. Um, if Kelsey wants to go to the gym at 11 o'clock in the morning, she can, um, because absolutely life is for living. And <coughs> I'm going to do everything I can to protect the things that I and those around me are absolutely loving about this whole period of time. Um, and I'm, I'm just super excited about it. 
Um, but, I, but I'm more excited about this going out of lockdown, coming out of lockdown, because I'm aware of how I feel about it. Um, and Sam again yesterday said, you know, she was kind of having a low day and she couldn't figure out why. Um, and I, and we, we kind of discussed it and she thinks that this has got an awful lot to do with it because, you know, we're not prepared for the exit of this at all. Um, and I, and I can tell you that I don't want it to go back to normal. I don't like the word normal anyway. Never like the word normal, normal, but I don't want it to go back to how it was. Um, and I'm going to do everything in my power. Um, and to educate those around me, family, friends, colleagues, clients, um, to make sure that they they create their new normal, whatever that looks like for them. Um, and that's got to be a bit of a team effort. Family has to be involved. Team have to be involved. Um, so what are your for keeps? You know, what are your um, these things must stay. These parts of my life must stay. These moments, these behaviours and habits um the new ones that you form they have to stay so i would absolutely write your four keeps list um and please share it with me if you want to send over by email you can reach me at michelle at standardsinternational.co.uk or on any one of the various social media channels i want to know what your four keeps are i've shared mine i would love to know what yours are and i would love to know how you get on keeping them for keeps um and i'm sure that you'll hear more about this from me over time and um just i think there's an awful lot um to be said for preparing for the exit and probably more so than preparing for the entry so it's been a a pleasure as always to share with you um how i'm feeling and um hopefully that some of you will relate to this connect with this and uh and engage in your own four keeps list so um stay safe until um our lockdown um, eases and um, but protect your space protect your mindset um, and remember that you are 100% the most important person in your life because when you're all right everyone's all right thanks for listening and until next time